Welcome to the Educational Leadership Moment, where you'll gain valuable insights on research-based and experientially learned educational leadership principles and best practices that promote student success. I'm Dr. Kim Moore, your host. With my extensive experience as a classroom teacher, school administrator, and central office staff member, I'm dedicated to sharing effective strategies to ensure student achievement. So, grab your favorite beverage, a pen or a pencil, and a notepad, and get ready to take notes. And if you find this moment valuable, and I am confident that you will, please like, subscribe, and share with your colleagues, friends, and family. Thank you for joining me on the Educational Leadership Moment. Now, get ready to take your educational leadership to the next level. And remember, when students are led well, they learn well. Your relationship with your boss can significantly impact your job satisfaction and career. Even if there seems to be some flaws in their management style or your personalities clash, you can still work together successfully if you learn the art of leading up. Welcome to the More Leadership Moment, where we discuss experientially learned and research-based leadership principles and best practices for communication, personal growth, productivity, professional development, and success. I'm your leadership guide, Dr. Kim Moore. In today's moment, we'll discuss two strategies you can use to influence your boss, more commonly known as leading up. Now, the more skillful you become at helping your boss plan and organize activities, the more valuable you become to them. As a result, you'll probably be happier and more productive at work. You can take charge of your career and maximize your opportunities by learning how to lead up while doing your job well. So, leading up begins with paying attention to your performance. If you consistently meet and exceed expectations, your boss will be more likely to value your feedback and trust you with greater responsibility. So, First and foremost, be excellent at what you do. Meet your deadlines and exceed expectation. Now, the first strategy that you can use to lead up is to make yourself shine in front of your boss. 
Let's briefly discuss six techniques to help you do that, starting with clarifying priorities. It is extremely important to understand your boss's priorities so you'll know where to devote your time and efforts. Then start your day by blocking out time for your most urgent and essential task. You see, you'll have a lot of things that you need to get done. But of all of those things, what are the items that are the most important to your boss? Those are the things you need to focus on first. The next technique is to leverage your strengths. You'll perform better if you make your strengths work for you. Try to structure your job so that your activities align with your natural abilities. The third technique that you can use is fulfill commitments. This is so important. Deliver what you promise. Meet deadlines and complete projects, especially when your work affects what your boss and colleagues are trying to accomplish. One of my mottos is to under-promise and over-deliver. It is critical that you do what you say you're going to do and you keep your promises. Next, continue learning. Acquiring new knowledge and skills shows your boss that you care about your work. So shadow another employee at the office or sign up for a training course. Or take some time, maybe during your lunchtime, to learn something new that you can integrate into your work. Remember, the goal is to deliver on all of the tasks that you are assigned to. High level of performance. Now, once you've learned some new things, I want you to also stay upbeat. A cheerful presence makes it easier to deal with the workplace stress. So take a deep breath and smile. Look for humor in challenging situations. Now remember with your humor, it must be appropriate. You know what appropriate humor is. We never make fun of anyone and we never say anything that we could not repeat in our work environment. So let's make sure it's appropriate. The last technique that you're going to do is add value. So evaluate your performance regularly so that you can track your accomplishments and share them with your boss. Set ambitious goals and find areas of your job where you can excel. So when you're having those one-on-one meetings, You can not only give your boss updates on the projects that you're currently working on, but you can also let them know how you have been performing overall. 
So now that you know how to make yourself shine in front of your boss, let's talk about the second strategy you can use to lead up. Connecting and bonding. Even if your boss plays favorites or (laughs) lacks strong communication skills, there are many things that you can do to build a healthier relationship. There are six techniques we'll discuss, starting with adapting to their style. So, number one, adapt to their style. Let me be very clear. It's up to you to adjust to your boss's habits and preferences. Yes, I said it. So let me repeat it. It's up to you to adapt to your boss's habits and preferences. Observe how they communicate with others and notice the difference between you. You may want to practice acting like them in little ways until it feels more natural. Now, I am not telling you to go out and become a carbon copy of your boss. That is not appropriate. What I am saying is how does your boss like to receive information? How do they like to communicate? So if your boss is a bottom line upfront person, then when you prepare your memos and your documents, Make sure you put the bottom line up front, you give them a one-page summary, and you put any supporting documentation behind that. If your boss prefers to communicate via text, then text. Don't send long emails. The key is to adapt to their style. It's your responsibility to do that. The second technique is to be supportive. Remember that your boss is human and you're on the same team. So empathize with the pressures they face. Focus on finding ways to make them look good and make their job easier. The third is to provide updates. Keep your boss informed about what you're doing. Let them know when you're making progress. If you need to report a setback, be prepared with at least one proposal for how to fix the issue. Do not go into your boss's office and just say things are wrong. Yes, tell them when something is wrong, but also tell them how it can be fixed. The fourth technique is to respect their time. Show your boss that you value their time. So write up an agenda before you meet with them and send them a list of action items afterwards. Give them the time that they need to be prepared to support you and be respectful of their time. If you know you need more than 20 or 30 minutes, make sure that you've scheduled that time with them or with their secretary, but come to the meeting prepared. Next, anticipate their needs. 
Try to provide your boss with the answers before they ask the questions. Monitor the company calendar and their schedule to see what meetings and events they have coming up. Be proactive about collecting and creating relative relevant information and reports. So if you know that your boss has a weekly staff meeting with their boss and their colleagues, and there are items that are going to be discussed because they show up on the agenda or they're regularly discussed, make sure to give your boss that information early preferably at least a day before the meeting, so that they have plenty of time to read through it, to digest it, to be prepared, and to ask any questions that they may have of you and request any follow-on information that they may need for the meeting. Anticipate their needs. And last but not least, socialize occasionally. While your primary focus needs to be on work, having fun together can enrich any business relationship. So, attend office parties and outings. Chat about hobbies, vacations, and your families. Now, be careful when you're doing the socializing. Remember, this is a professional relationship. So now is not the time to air all of your family secrets or to act like you do when you're with your best friends. It is a professional socialization when you are attending the office parties and outings. So it's okay to talk about your hobbies if you like to fish or run or cycle or read. It's perfectly okay to talk about your vacations and to share appropriate information about your families. But remember, this is not your best friend. Lead up to help you develop a mutually beneficial relationship with your boss. Use the two strategies we've discussed, making yourself shine in front of your boss and connecting and bonding with your boss. As a result, your work life will be less stressful and your career will grow. I'm your leadership guide, Dr. Kim Moore. Have a blessed day. Thank you for tuning in to this educational leadership moment. If you enjoyed listening, Subscribe to my moments on your favorite platform to receive notifications when we release new moments. Also, don't forget to check out our past moments, which are available for free on all major platforms. In these timeless episodes, we cover a range of topics related to educational leadership that are just as relevant today as when they were first released. To learn more about improving student success, please visit my website at kimdmore.com. There are resources and information for you, your team, and your organization. I'm Dr. Kim Moore, your Educational Leadership Guide. 
And I believe that when students are led well, they learn well. Have a blessed day.